Welcome to Space Bar. I'm your host, Maya Morrow. Our ninth episode features Brian Rutledge, Strategic Account Manager at Island. Brian shares his experiences working in sales throughout the pandemic, navigating client relationships in a virtual world, and analyzing the impact of in-person versus remote work for different age groups in career stages. We're excited to be sharing this podcast with you. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform and join us at the Space Bar. And now I would like to welcome Brian to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Maya. Happy to be here. We are so happy to have you here at the Space Bar. Let's just start right off with what you do for work. Uh, I am a uh, strategic account manager for a company called Island, which is a brand new startup that just just got in the market about 22 months ago. So a new job for me. Incredible. Here at Hilo, we're a startup as well. So it's really awesome to have another startup representative here on the podcast. How did you begin your career journey and what led you to working for Island? Well, my journey started probably, I don't know, 20-something years ago uh, in sales. Um, I came out of university and started working for my family as an electrical contractor and got a license and worked in the electrical industry for 10 years. And I always kept in touch with uh, people that I knew through university, friends through university that went into different areas. And quite a few of my friends came out and went into sales-oriented jobs. And uh, back then, the economy was relatively slow, especially in the building trades. And um, my friends keep saying to me, you should, you know, try something different. And literally got talked into uh, joining a what we would call a value-added reseller in uh, an IT storage at the time. And, um, and joined the company and, and never really looked back. Just, you know, found that sales was the place that... I prospered that I, I think I had a natural ability and went from there. So, so that was sort of the beginning, um, you know, moving towards Island. Uh, I was at McAfee for 14 years. Um, I started as an individual contributor. I moved to the UK with my family to become a regional director. I moved back to Canada six years ago as a vice president and country manager for Canada. And it was through relationships that I made uh, at the beginning of my career at McAfee, that Island approached me. So the CEO of Island, a gentleman by the name of Mike Fay, I worked with at McAfee 14 years ago. He approached me to ask me to join his company, which is why I joined Island. And how do you work right now? Do you work virtually, in person? Uh, pretty much all virtual. Um, you know, I would say that we're starting to do, trying to do more in-person meetings with clientele. Uh, but, you know, Canada obviously is a little slower to adopt that than we're seeing in the United States. So my, my counterparts in the U.S. are certainly starting to do more in-person meetings. Um, but certainly in Canada, that's been much slower adoption, you know, with our government's policies around COVID. Now that they're starting to relax, hopefully we'll see more of that. But, uh, you know, I would say for the last two years, it's been entirely virtual. And beforehand you were working completely in person how did you find that working in person versus virtually is different for you you know it's i don't know that it's been that 
dramatically different other than seeing customers. Um, I mean, outside of you know, the aspect of seeing customers in person, um, you know, we were already doing a fair amount of virtual communication. Working as a Canadian um, entity for an American company, you know, we started using Microsoft Teams and Zoom and things prior to the pandemic, you know, just to have calls without always flying to another destination for a group call. So, you know, we were using virtual meetings, um, you know, and, and having a my workforce was national. So, you know, I, I would also have calls with my workforce all the time that were not in person, right? So it wasn't, you know, there was a lot of communication, a lot of meetings that were held either telephone or virtual or, you know, however you want to determine it, you know, however you want to say that is. But, you know, I think the thing that's most different now is just not really being able to go and see customers. And, and it's not just not being able to see customers. I think it's also that, you know, the customers, I, I think, you know, long-term customers' attitudes around taking meetings has changed and will continue to be altered. That, uh, you know, it's easier for a customer to, you know, just say, listen, I'll, I'll give you a virtual meeting. It's less obtrusive. It's, it's uh, less committed of an event. And um, especially when you're in sales, you know, we try to make connections with people in person. You know, you try to read somebody or understand them better when you're talking to them directly than over a video conference. Um, I mean, we do video conferences sometimes where customers won't turn on their cameras. So, you know, all of that remains challenging and, and certainly meeting in person is more effective from a sales perspective. But as far as you know, day-to-day tasks around other activities, I don't have any issue with virtual meetings. How have you found your productivity to have changed throughout this process? You said that it's more difficult perhaps for sales, but for you yourself um, working from home, has that affected your productivity at all? No, I, I don't think it's really affected it. I mean, I, I think that when everybody first started working from home during the pandemic, everybody's productivity probably increased, went up. Um, I think we noticed that, you know, there was a lot more meetings being scheduled into the given day. Um, you know, I, I think most people found, and I talked to a lot of customers and a lot of coworkers that, you know, their, their calendars were jammed, uh, you know, eight, nine hours a day. Um, and just meetings after meetings after meetings, because it was easy to get virtual meetings, much easier than, you know, we need to do something in person. So, you know, if anything, I think productivity increased um, from that perspective. Uh, you know, I think we also went period where I know in my organization, we were talking about, you know, making sure we don't burn people out, that we don't overwork them, that they have time to themselves. Um, you know, we've started seeing, you know, like my company has taken you know, like uh, as an example, the Monday after the Super Bowl, they just take a day off, right? Like take a health day, right? So I think we're seeing, especially with younger organizations, startup companies, you know, really starting to think more about the employees and making sure that, you know, you take time for yourself and don't just schedule eight hours and nine hours of meetings every single day, right? It's just not productive to do that. Exactly. I think um, a lot of people now are talking about work-life balance, especially since, the workforce has shifted and now it's made room for that conversation, which I think is really, really important. So 
upon that topic, in a perfect world, what would the future of the workplace look like for you? Uh, I think the virtual, you know, workplace is great. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think it depends on when you, I, to me, it really depends on the individual and your, mm -hmm. where you are in your career. Uh, you know, I'm closer towards the end of my career. Um, you know, I've, I've had a great career where I've done a lot of different things and experienced, you know, working uh, in a workplace with people and camaraderie and socialization and things like that. Um, and I think that depends on, you know, where you are. I mean, I have two children in university. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to, I wouldn't want to think that their entire career is virtual. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I think for young people, it's great to have an office to go into and, and experience, you know, it's the next stage of your life out of university. It's where you, you know, you may meet your spouse or you may meet, you know, a significant partner or you make friendships or, you know, you socialize after work, you, you know, like it really, if, if you're not going to an office at some point or doing something and you're young, then, you know, I think it's, it's going to be a, a very different life than, you know, what I went through. Right. So, so I think it's just really, I don't think there's a blanket statement for everybody. I think it depends on, you know, who you are, what you're doing for me, you know, I'm getting closer towards the end of my career. Um, it's easy for me to be virtual the entire time and work from home. Um, you know, I'm hoping that as restrictions, you know, ease, there'll be more of an acceptance to go back to at least having in-person meetings or, or social events, lunches or dinners or whatever it would be, you know, from a client basis. But, you know, I would say that my company, as a young company, we do have an office. We have an office in, you know, our headquarters. We have two offices, uh, one in our RD headquarters and one in our sales headquarters. And the intent is to have people in the offices. So... That was a really great answer, Brian. It puts a perspective on all the different ages and industries. And that's what this podcast is all about, showing what all people are going through and how this has affected everyone in different ways. And our last question before the break, what have you learned about yourself since the pandemic started? Um, yeah, I don't know if I've, uh, I, you know, I guess I've learned that I have, you know, a fair amount of, of, patience and, and tolerance, um, you know, just to, I, I think you just got to learn how to adapt and be adaptable, um, you know, really, because it, it's a changing environment, um, you know, and everybody, I think you have to remember that it's not just you, it's the people on the other side of the Zoom call, like everybody is adapting. So you may be very comfortable being on a camera all the time, you know, they just may not be comfortable or you know, getting people's time, you may think this is very urgent, we need to get on a call right away. And, you know, they may have other things in their day that are happening to them. So I think it's just, you know, learning to be, I've always been, I think, patient, but I think that's, you just learn that you're more patient, adaptable than you thought you were, right? I don't know if there's a, a much more than I have learned about myself than that. It's a great lesson to learn, especially when we're going through a pandemic that it is affecting everybody. And it's really important as you said, to be able to look at what other people are going through as well and keep that in mind because sometimes it's overwhelming and sometimes it's uh, difficult to, to keep that all in mind all at once. Um, so before we jump into our rapid fire questions, we're just going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. 
This episode of Spacebar is proudly brought to you by Hilo. Hilo is a software solution used by building operators to attract tenants, boost revenues, and streamline operations by creating connected, engaged, and informed building communities. Building operators need to connect to their tenants now more than ever before, recognizing that people will be working from anywhere, including the home, forever. Unlike apps that silo one building, the Hilo Tenant Experience Network is the only solution that connects people to their building communities, neighborhood, and city where they work, live, or visit. To learn more about Hilo, visit HiloApp.com. And we are back. So getting into our rapid fire questions. First one, COVID aside, where would you like to travel to and why? I think for me, it would be going to uh, the UK, to London. Um, I mean, the why is because I, you know, we did a placement there with my family. We really enjoyed it, um, you know, made some good friends there and really haven't had a chance to go back. Um, you know, I think the, you know, we've done, we did one trip to Turks and Caicos last November. Um, I'm actually going to go to Mexico at the end of this week for golf. But I think as far as, you know, where I really want to go uh, is the UK. You know, they've had a lot of restrictions, but, you know, I've communicated with a lot of friends there and they've said, when it, you know, when I said, when everything's done and said, you know, we'll definitely come over and that would be a, you know, a family vacation. So looking forward to that. Uh, London is actually my favorite place in the world as well. I lived there a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic started. And I feel the same way. All I can think about is going back. It's it's magical there. Yeah, it is. So second question, which show or movie or podcast are you listening to right now? Um, I mean, we just finished watching Euphoria's season finale on Sunday. Um, nice. I, think, I think the next new show I'm going to watch is Vikings, which my daughter said is really good on Netflix and it's got 100% Rotten Tomatoes and I've downloaded all of them onto my tablet to watch on my flight to Mexico. So. Like that's the next thing I'm going to tackle is Vikings. I've heard great things about Vikings. I just watched The Last Kingdom, which is also about Vikings. So um, I recommend that one as well if you haven't seen it. My whole family is a big fan of that show. Did you watch Euphoria? I'm assuming you did. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody in your age group watches Euphoria. Yeah, it's, it's hard to not. All right, final question. Number one thing you miss about the workplace? I think just uh, obviously camaraderie, getting together with people. Um, you know, my management team and I used to do lunch pretty much every day, you know, out. Like we'd walk across the street to a little restaurant and grab lunch and just, you know, the time to actually sit and talk with each other and not talk about work but talk about your life. And, you know, you know, we know what's going on with, you know, somebody's building a cottage or somebody's doing this with their children or just whatever you're doing in your day to day that's not office related. Uh, I think you miss that. You know, I always talked about the water cooler talk, right? You know, this, just be able to grab somebody for 10 minutes at any given time and, and just sit down and have a chat. And, you know, whether you're sharing ideas about work or whether you're just talking, but uh, certainly that's the thing you miss the most is, you know, some level of social interaction. Yeah, the human interaction is so important. And let's hope that there's a little bit more of that coming soon. Yes. Thank you so much, Brian. That's all that we have for today. We really appreciate you coming on the show. It was so great to learn about your experiences 
hear your thoughts about the future of the workplace. And I hope that you have a great rest of the day. All right. Thanks, bye. Thank you. I'd like to thank Brian Rutledge for joining me on this episode of Space Bar and for sharing his insight and opinions on how he's really feeling about the return to work. If you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, reach out to me at space underscore bar at hiloapp.com. Subscribe today and join us at the Space Bar. 